0: Welcome to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere with your host, Chris Parker.
1: And welcome back to Everyday Entrepreneurs Everywhere. This is Chris Parker, and I am with Michael Fisher from Movember. He's the head of Movember Europe. And all this month, I've been celebrating and raising awareness for men's health, or as I've sort of redefined it, uh, people's health, uh, really focusing on Mental health and the call to action that I've been saying everywhere I go is call someone, reach out to someone, let them know that you're there, that you love them, and that you care. Now, um, Michael, we're, we're this is the last episode in November, which we have relabeled Movember. Can you share with people if they haven't seen the original episode where you know we launched the the month with my shaving my face? and you told all about yourself and about November. but can you give us a little recap on who you are and what are you doing and what is Movember all about?
0: Yeah, thanks for the, for the lovely introduction and also thanks for um, sacrificing your face um, to, to our campaign. Um, so I'm Michael, I, I look after Movember in mainland Europe and I've been personally involved in Movember um, since 2012, since Movember came to Germany, where I'm from originally, And I, um, yeah, I've been uh, a country manager for Europe for the last three years and based in the London um, Movember Europe headquarter. Movember is the world's biggest men's health charity. So we look after uh, three course areas, testicular cancer, prostate cancer and uh, mental health slash suicide prevention. Um, Every year we try to get men um, talking about their health, um, ideally by them um, growing a mustache for us as a bit of a, of a ribbon and a sign of support and we have an amazing website Movember.com where you can find um, health information but you can also set up a fundraising page and this year I think we've almost had 400,000 people um, join us um, each doing their bit for uh, men's health both as a man and a woman you can get involved and um, ideally we will um, see the benefits of that by encouraging more men to check in Um, on their own health, but also to inspire others to follow their lead, uh, so that we can all help the men in our life to uh, stay happier, healthier, and live longer.
1: Brilliant, and it's such an important um, campaign, you know, for humanity and for men, and um, I'm really curious on how it has been going, because you have some, you know, registration numbers, but We've got a couple of days left in November, and I'm just curious how you are, you know, hitting your targets. If you if you manage yourself that way, I'm not sure if you have targets and things. Or, but what I've been really delighted about is as I've been growing out my mustache, so many people know exactly what I'm doing, um, and they come up and they say, "Oh yeah, you know, my husband's doing November or whatever." And um, some sometimes people aren't really aware of what it is, and it stimulates a conversation. And then you know, and, and it's it's really a conversation starter. So I liked your you know, sort of comparing it to a ribbon that you could wear. It's sort of a, a ribbon <laughs> facial hair ribbon on your face. Yeah. So uh, it's been uh, really, you know, a triggering for some, some meaningful uh, conversations throughout the month. So My- Michael, how has it been going? You know, so you prepare all year and well, you have activities going on all year, but this is the month and, and how's the month been going for you and the organization?
0: Yeah, it's, it's been, a, it's been a, um, a quite interesting year because normally um, I would spend um, most of my days on the road. So looking after mainland Europe means I travel a lot um, to the different countries I look after. Um, so I would either be in the Netherlands, in Germany and in Switzerland, but maybe also the occasional um, trip to um, Spain or France or up to the Scandies, where I would normally um, yeah, attend a few charity hockey matches, which um, sadly have all been cancelled for this year. Um, so it's been quite different just from, from that point of view. It's kind of nice to be able to sleep in your same bed um, every night. And especially because uh, yeah, we've, we've done a bit of, uh, of soul searching around what really helps people um, to work on their mental health, but also their physical health. And um, I've recently adopted a dog. And the one thing they always tell you is routine, routine, routine. So getting up at the same time. Going to bed at the same time, working out at the same time, really helps you to, uh, yeah, to live better and healthier. So normally, right now would be crazy. I would be getting up at stupid hours to get a, a, a very cheap flight to Europe or back, because obviously working for a charity doesn't mean I fly uh, fancy airlines a lot. Um, and then you know I would do a health talk in this city. Then I would jump in a cab, jump on a train. Uh, go to the next meeting. Probably write an email on the go. So now this happened this year, which really helped me to focus on my work. Like I, I would do a lot of virtual health talks. So I would normally be able to do maybe two or three on a day. I think last uh, week, uh, November nineteenth was Men's International Men's Men's Health Day. Men's Day. I don't know. Um, but a lot of companies use this as an opportunity to ask for a webinar. So I think. Uh, on Thursday, I just did six or seven webinars, which was quite draining um, in the end. But it's always exciting because people can join virtually from home. It's much easier to get them in a virtual room than in a physical room. So all in all, it's been different, sometimes challenging, very busy. Um, But I felt like I didn't drop the ball at a single point. And normally that feeling would always come at a point because you just can't stay on top of your emails uh, mm. you know, people will start calling you and be like, hey, have you, have you seen the email I sent you a week ago? And you're like, what? Mm. Um, so this really helped. Um, before I look at the numbers, I think what I'm most grateful for is just the immense amount of uptake, especially from the corporate sector. I've had so many companies reach out and be like, we want to ideally support Movember, but we Id- I- ideally also want to address the mental health aspect of it more. I think this has been a breakthrough for us in many of our markets where people have finally um, understood and acknowledged that we are also a mental health charity, because most people associate us with cancer, but we're actually quite active and very strong in the mental health space, especially making it normal for men to share um, the struggles they're facing, the tough times they're going through, and really empowering our community to have those conversations, reach out and offer help, but also um, hopefully being open to uh, to share um, the tough things we're we're going through and asking for help. Yeah, beautiful,
1: and and that is what I have also really leaned into um, this last month um, about mental health and during the COVID Corona time when people are locked up and and it's sometimes harder to socialize and you know to do whatever you do with your your friends. Um, I think it's it was it was your point. From our, our episode, our conversation a month ago, that just to reach out and talk to people that was really inspiring for me, and I've, and I've sort of carried that flag for the the whole the whole month. So, uh, how does Movember measure success, um, and and how how have you performed? It's kind of weird because it's a charity, and I'm asking very business like questions, but it's it's um, what does success look like for Movember?
0: Yeah, it's a it's an interesting question, and I think. Um... I really like what you said. You're like, you're a charity, but this is a business type question. Any charity that wants to change the world like we do needs to be run like a business. There's no alternative to that because you can't pay the bills on hugs and warm, fuzzy feelings, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Maybe it sounds a bit harsh. Um, I don't want to... I'm not talking about you know, your local school charity that does does a, a baking event. I'm not talking about charities that purely raise awareness, which actually there are many of. Um, but what we do is we want to change the world by um, funding programs that help us do that and that help us accelerate the journey that we're on, which is to stop men dying too young. Um, so we need to hold ourselves accountable when a donor comes to me and gives me Ten euros and ask me where the money is going. I need to tell them where the money is going to the last cent, and uh, we do that. We have an annual report. Uh, maybe you can link it in the show notes, or maybe mm. people can find it themselves. Um, November annual report is what you should Google, and you will probably find one. Um, hopefully, the latest. Um, and uh, yeah, we we get we get um, certified by an auditor, um, one of the big four consultancies. And um, there's a board. Uh, we have a CEO, you know, we have a whole corporate structure that you would expect of a company like ours that raises, um, I don't know, 70, 80 million euros a year and has raised over 650 million uh, euros since the inception of November. And that has, as I said earlier, almost 400,000 supporters, you know, who who should ask that question, where does my money go and what does it, what does it fund and uh, maybe even give people... To a degree, a say into that, and you know, ask them how do you think we should we should invest uh, the money, and where do you think um, in your market uh, there is a there is an opportunity. And we just um, yeah, we just released the annual report for last year, so they're always a bit delayed. Um, but the way we measure our success is like pretty much any other business through like key performance indicators or targets. Um, this year was tricky because we normally, our, our fiscal year runs from April to, um, from, the, from the 1st of May to the end of April. Um, so, November is, is obviously the biggest fundraising period, but we need to make sure the budget lasts for the whole year. And this year, when we um, started a new fiscal year on the 1st of May, nobody really knew what the word's going to be looking like in November, or even, you know, back in May, we didn't even know what the word looked like in June or July. Um, so it was a bit tricky we normally measure ourselves against uh, the previous year which obviously gives us a bit of guidance um, and uh, yeah numbers were going up year on year over the last couple of years so we kind of assumed that this might be a challenge and um, this year but it looks like um, we have we have two targets we have the year on year and we have like a like a a, a more realistic um target that was minus a few percent and um, but it looks like Globally, across all markets, uh, we might hit all of our targets, and we might even hit some of the year-on-year targets, which is to replicate um, last year's success. So I'm not going to share the I'm not going to share all the all the details with you. They will be published at some mm. point. Um, but yeah, when we look at the at the registrations, so the people going mm. to Movema.com, creating a fundraising profile, we're almost at the same level, just one or two percent under what we reached um, last year. Um, Great. we have more people um, we have people fundraising more per per registration um, than last year which hopefully means that we will raise more money than last year Um, so uh, yeah it looks really really good across Europe um, some markets were more affected so we took a bit of a hit for example in Spain just because it was more affected by COVID and um, Spain is still struggling a bit from the after effects of the 2008 and 2009 uh, financial crisis um, which is, which is obviously you know, something we always have to keep in mind. In other markets like the Netherlands where you're based, where we've tried out a few more um, initiatives, especially on the, on the corporate fundraising side, um, we've seen a, a huge uptake and um, the Netherlands is one of those markets where we, where we grow uh, double digits, which no one uh, did expect uh, yeah at the beginning of this. Uh, pandemic in, in March or April. So um, overall, it's looking really good. But then, yeah, it's it's a few days before the end of November. Um, we officially like pull a report and add other numbers by the end of our fiscal year. So it's still half a year to go. A lot of corporates, for example, do fund matching through third-party platforms. That always takes weeks or months for the money to go through. But yeah. I think we're in a really, really good place. And hopefully, this will help us accelerate the amazing research projects we're working on um, so that it has a significant hmm. impact on the men that we help through the tough times they might be facing uh, right now or even moving forward.
1: Outstanding. Well, it sounds like a success and a success in a time when we've needed, you know, even most with this, you know, these very, very important issues. Um, I'm going to share a little bit about my experience this month and then um, surprise, surprise, I'm going to shave my face. Second time, you know, we're, we're, we're breaking records here, meaning this is the second time I've had well, the first time I've had someone on the podcast again. So, so congratulations on the repeat nice. <laughs> performance. And it will also be the second time I've shaved my face on the podcast. And those two firsts are related, of course, related to November, And um, I'm really also curious if we you know what people think. if Should I go back to my full beard or, you know, let the mustache come back in or keep it clean shaven? That seems to be a, uh, a lot of different opinions there. Um, and before the end, uh, Michael, I'd love to hear um, two things: is one, is there any real y- unique highlights that you've seen as far as um, magical moments that you've experienced or have seen through, you know, people's campaigns and their work? You know, if there's something highlights, maybe maybe I could learn or people could learn on how to do their campaign better or something like that. Or what was some really aha moments if there have been any? And also, before we close, I'd love to hear about um, what can we do in the meantime. Because November isn't only in November, but you know this is an important issue you know, year round. So I'm also curious after the actual November month, how can people stay active and contribute and raise awareness. So on my side, um, um, first a couple of thank yous, like Mike Wittenstein. Um, thank you so much and Stephen Parker. Also because these two gentlemen in solidarity shaved their face and sent me photos of it. And Mike even gave us the permission to use his likeness for our little teaser video that if you've watched any of these on YouTube, um, you've seen the video that we put together. Um, And of course, I couldn't do any of this without Christian Knigga, my dear friend and editor um, and and filmmaker extraordinaire. And he took Mike's uh, still images and made something really, really fun out of it. And we uh, borrowed some uh, sound from the Movember uh, um, artifacts and had a lot of fun with it. So uh, Mike, Stephen, Christian, thank you so much. There's some other people who have also been running campaigns in parallel. So York in my, in my family, as well as Callum over in Cal over in the UK and Alois in, in the CIO network. Um, I'm going to post the links to their pages as well in the show notes. So if you would like to contribute uh, financially to those campaigns, um, right on. Uh, financially, I didn't, really push people to donate although we would love it if you would and i've gotten up just over 350 euros um mostly through facebook so actually it was the facebook actions that um, brought brought it in i would like to b- do a, a huge shout out to ict media because um, they contribute about half of that um, because i i basically work for them for a day on one of their major events and when they asked for compensation i said well um, I'm happy to be here, but it, you know, if you have budget, would you really mind, you know, contributing to Movember and they dropped some money into that, which was also a great way for me to, um, yeah, support in an indirect way. And so, Rob and Regina from Ict Media, thank you so much for uh, for contributing that way. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Also, during CIO Day, which was um, it's the, the top IT leadership event. Um, I was invited by ICT Media to be in their lobby lounge. And so, you know, the hundreds of executives that came through there uh, saw me in my be- in my mustache. Uh, I mentioned it in the beginning at the end. Um, there is a moment that I even had Taylor Swift yellow glasses, pink wig, uh, silver unicorn horn and mustache talking about November raising awareness. And so if I have sort of an achievement of this month I count that up probably to, let's say, at least 500 impressions and and men hearing the message. I think we've done, at least we will have done at the end, 14 podcast episodes and those go out, you know, there's probably, um, you know, it's not huge, but in the hundreds of of downloads and we are pushing it out on social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. And there, there are many hundreds and sometimes low thousands of engagements on that. So I think this month, although I don't have all the an- analytics, is um, probably reaching 10,000 impressions, which I think is incredible. And That's I great. hope, yeah, I hope people have also heard the message. You know, not only can you get involved actively, but also uh, um, you know, contribute financially and, and pick up the phone, like Michael said uh, you know, a month ago when we kicked all this stuff off. Um, um, you know, what is the metric? There's a, there's a man in the world uh, who's um, committing suicide every, every minute, Um, if I, if I recall that, you know, 60 men dying too early, you know, every hour. And, um, you know, many of these are, are perhaps preventable if they just knew they had someone they could call and talk to and count on. So, um, that is the, the, you know, the call to action. So for me, it's been a delight to, um, you know, wear my ribbon on my face (laughs) and have so many meaningful conversations. So, um. Before I get into my, sha- my second shaving moment, Michael, is there anything that, 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 you know, about what I've been busy, that, that any questions you have
0: about what, what my actions have been? No, I mean, that sounds really amazing. And I think what you, what you also mentioned, sorry, there's some drilling in the background. And mm. um, I think what's also really important is just, um, yeah, to, to have that um, great network of people who support you through the good times, but also through the, through the bad times that you can reach out to. And for me, it's always beautiful to see where the donations come from, because they a lot of times come from people, especially on Facebook, that I haven't really been in touch with um, for a while. And then suddenly they come out of the woodwork and drop a donation. And you're like, oh yeah, thanks person. Let's actually get on a a call. Uh, You've just bought yourself my attention through your donation. And I really appreciate it. I think it's really nice. Um, You know, it's only once in a year and you know, there's other things happening in the world. But it's nice to see that, you know, maybe in this one month, we can all come together, connect and interact um, with one another. Um, and Movember is a great, and Growing a Mustache is a great conversation starter. Um, even if we can't see each other in person, I think virtually it's a really nice uh, opportunity for people to connect and share stories.
1: It's a conversation starter. And, and you know, and, and there's there, of course, there's a financial aspect of it as well. But um, if you're having that, that conversation... Um I, you know, I think that can really make all, all the difference and I'm looking at my, my portal. And again, the, the Movember.com portal is, is great. It's very easy to use and you can embed it in your Facebook and things like that. Um, so Shored Martins, who's in the UK, um, there's bunch of anonymous from Facebook, um, or anonymous and Facebook, but I can't see who it is. Stephen Parker, who also, uh, my brother who sent in his uh, pictures, Anil, um, you know, thank you everyone for supporting, <clears throat> you know, um, by also sharing the, the, the episodes, sharing the message, but also financially. So, what I'm going to do now, um, awkwardly, like we did before, is is shave it off. Um, and Michael, you were masterful last time that when there were some uh, some quiet moments, you were you know sharing some new insights and things. So, as I'm busy for the next uh, minute or so, if there's yeah. you know, if you're inspired to maybe get into yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to talk about my yeah.
0: highlights exactly yeah
1: for the rest of the year. Oh, but the, first, the first thing I've got is some noise. So you've got a drill in the back and I've got my clippers. <laughs> and that was the noisy part last time. So let's just get through that. <laughs> um, I know. All right. I'm, I'm excited. Having, I'm having fun.
0: So yeah, It looks like... It's bushy. Hard, it's going everywhere. It's, it's hard work for the razor. It's, it's thick. It's bushy. It's going
1: everywhere. Good thing you're wearing safety glasses. Yeah. I've got some goggles on definitely going to need to vacuum my office and myself yeah. it's all over
0: my shirt yeah we already look like it like a different person and that's you know for a lot of men this is like or a, a lot of women who have partners with mustaches that normally don't have them this is like the one thing they look forward to there's people who leave their mustache or keep their mustache for longer they auction it off and say you know if you give me another X amount of donations, I'm gonna keep it for X number of days. <laughs> um, yeah, Great. for me, I will, I will, I will keep the top bit, but I will get rid of those fangs. As my well, you you have the top bit, uh, you know, yeah, all I'm year like, except for one day when you shave it off. I think I'm right, like just, just all all yeah. year round. Um, but yeah, my highlights, to be honest, there's there's not one that stands out. But as I mentioned earlier, I've done so many health talks um, in the last pretty much four or five weeks. Um, I just did 10 yes uh, ten last week. Um, I already did three today. I uh, did two yesterday. One was uh, where a person uh, from a big global spirits brand um, actually came forward and came out and um, talked about his mental health journey and that he's been uh, diagnosed with, uh, with uh, depression and anxiety. And for him, it was such a big step. And he was... A bit unsure about it but then when he did it people like thanked him and I think for him it was like a really big um, moment because he finally thought that he can be honest with people and he, f- he felt like he, he would you know he wouldn't have to pretend anymore and yeah I see that a lot in those health talks there's people who, who come forward to share their stories there's people who ask lots of questions and you know just having that conversation on a different level um, was the most inspiring thing for me. Because a lot of the time when you're in the same room, you know, people need to rush to the next meeting. Uh, there's never enough time. I think those virtual meetings offer, offer a different experience and maybe even make it more inviting or safer for people to share what they're going through, um, both the good and the bad things. Um, and then, yeah, I think the learnings for, for, for the, the next kind of 11, 10, 11 months until November starts again, it's just to 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 take the things that you learned in this month that you know, maybe work for you now as a bit of an inspiration. So if you never really worked out, and you now realize going for a walk at your lunch break is something you really enjoy, then keep on doing it. Um, if you now have a good routine to check in with your mates regularly, you know, make that a permanent thing, and continue doing it for the rest of the year. And if you uh, realize you look much better with a clean-shaven face, like you do. Uh, maybe just keep it. And you know, Movember is is a start. Um, it's a first step. And um, it's it's you know it's maybe a campaign where you can try out a few things, make a few changes in your life, and then just try them out and use it as a as a you know as a bit of an excuse. And if you realize it works for you, then then keep on doing it. And don't don't fall into the trap of you know maybe not doing whatever you wanted to do for one day and just giving up completely, but say, okay, you know, it's a bump in the road. Um, it takes a while to build a habit and um, maybe, you know, November is, the, is just the first part of that long journey. Um, but I think, yeah, the world we're still living in with COVID is it's going to be a long and maybe a gray and a cold and sometimes sad um, winter where we can't see each other, where we can't travel back home to our families, where we can't, celebrate together so let's be grateful of the things we can do and one of those is just going outside having a walk getting some some sun rays in um, breathing the clean air mm. um, and yeah like I really enjoy that I, ju- I just adopted a dog and I just went for a mm. walk with him this morning and we both looked at each other and we were like do we really want to do that can we not just go go in the garden but then when we did the sun came out mm. and it was beautiful and it was nice and I felt so much better than Some of those days where I would leave the house until the afternoon because I would wake up, have a shower, sit at my desk, be in calls and meetings. And, you know, there are those days where I I just don't have the time to go outside. It's just the way it is. But then I can go the next day or I can maybe go for a longer walk on the weekend. And it's always so hard. We always fall, fall, fall in that trap. We're like, oh, I want to change my diet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna not, never eat meat again. No, what you should do is like I'm gonna try out eating no meat for one day a week and see how I feel. And maybe mm. also, don't get me wrong, I'm not a vegetarian, but I eat much less meat than I used to. My wife's a vegetarian or pescatarian, um, and I'm not saying you know never eat steak again because steak is one of the most delicious things we we can have. But maybe you don't have to eat steak every day or every second, mm. every third. Make it something special. Treat yourself. It's the same with everything. You know, you don't have to run a marathon from scratch, but if you realize you enjoy working out and you maybe want to get a bit of a routine in, then sometimes you yeah, just have to accept mm. that maybe a gray, muddy, wet day is not the best day to start running, but maybe it is the best day because you've really um, overcome that immediate urge to just stay mm. indoors and postpone it to the next day. Nice. Th-
1: thank you for 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 sharing those, I guess, discoveries and experiences. And uh, it triggers two things in my mind. One, um, Madeline Smit is a lovely lady and fellow executive in the CIO network here in the Netherlands. And she did, was doing some moderation at the CIO day as well. And um, she shared something that, that she does with her team. And I think you could even do that with your personal relations as well, instead of Zooming and, and chatting with very you know, agenda-driven purpose, um, she said, No, I'm not gonna do half hour, you know, check-ins on Zoom. She chose to go walk in the forest, walk on the beach, and go walk. Yeah. And so she would have, you know, you know, a longer, you know, with safe distance human interaction. And that is a choice, you know, that we can do. So um your message also told me about, you know, the gentleman from the spirits company who who shared his his journey with mental health and uh, was able to open up. And that really triggers um you know, the concept of psychological safety in an organization. And um, Amy Edmondson is the, uh, from Harvard, um, who I've had the pleasure of meeting uh, a couple of times now in the past. And she has written a book. I'll put a link to it about psychological safety, because not only is it good for the individual um, to be able to be very open and honest and authentic about, you know, my situation in the team, but research done by Harvard, by Google um, and others also, you know, one of the most, um, I guess, profound indicators of team success is whether the individual humans on the team have that safety to share their really meaningful um, and human issues. Um, And if they are able to engage and interact as real humans instead of roles in an organization, um, stress goes down and productivity goes up and happiness goes up. So, um, you know, so I think Kudos to that that person from the spirits company because not only is that person probably able to live more comfortably in their work environment, but probably inspired other people to be honest and open and, and, and vulnerable as well. So I love, love, love that story. Yeah. Um, Michael, so we're, you know, this will be, you know, published, I guess, the end of November, November. What can we do for the rest of the year, um, you know, as, as these, you know, very important, Topics continue. What is what is the how, how can people contribute?
0: Yeah, as, as, I, as I already hinted at um we, we ideally want to inspire people to To pick up a new habit or to do something mm. in the month and um, Mostly maybe about working out but also other lifestyle changes uh, We encourage people to to do and um, so hopefully they can they can uh, yeah pick up something new a new habit Mm. That makes their life a bit better and a bit easier, especially with the challenges we have right now. And I think you know, staying in touch, picking up the phone more often to check in with a friend is really important. Again, you don't have to talk to all of your friends. I've tried that; trust me, it doesn't work. Um, in the beginning of lockdown, I made like a long list of all the people, and I didn't want to leave anyone behind. And then just realized it: the most important person in your life to look after is yourself. Mm. So don't put yourself in a situation where you maybe. Uh, burnout uh, by trying to be super helpful and social you can't help everyone sadly um, but you can start with your immediate circle of friends your immediate family or even your colleagues and then if you realize okay I still have more capacity um, check in with yourself if you don't need uh, any more support for yourself and then um, reach out so yeah being socially uh, connected and physically distant but not socially um, is really something you can you can probably use. Hmm. At least until COVID in its certain in its current state is over, but maybe even moving forward for the rest of your life. Um, regarding supporting November, like this is the month where we fundraise, so we don't really put any fundraising asks out there. Although if you have uh, you know too much money and you want to part with it, uh, you can donate to us year round, or you can get in touch with us to ask how to best do that. Um, but the easiest way is always to go through our website. And then yeah, we have a few awareness campaigns we're gonna run. Um, throughout the year um, if COVID hopefully will will get a bit more under control so normally in April we do a campaign for testicular cancer awareness um, which we scrapped this year because uh, we assume helping people through the challenges of COVID is more important um, so keep an eye out for that there's going to be lots of content around nuts and mm. balls and all the different uh, words we found to avoid using the word testicles although we should probably just say mm. testicles more often because It makes men giggle and women shake their head. And in the end, what we want people to do is check in on their testicle once in a month. So this is also something that hopefully more and more people will pick up now. Um, You can check them more often, but you know, if you check them regularly, um, you will need to, uh, you will, you will find out what feels normal. And then this gives you an opportunity to realize when something feels odd and off. And if there's a lump that wasn't there a month before, at least, you know, it wasn't there a month before and you, you don't think it was there the last time I checked, five years ago. And so that's important. And um, we do a few bits around Father's Day because we really want people to check in with, with the father figures in their life um, for mental health, but also for physical health reasons because we know that if cancer runs in the family, both breast and prostate cancer, um, it could mean that you are at higher risk. And obviously, you don't only want to have that conversation in the month of November. Ideally, you want to have that regularly to check in with uh with the men in your family and then um we have world suicide prevention day in september um where we want to raise awareness for the fact that three quarters of suicides globally are are men and that men have a harder time uh opening up asking for help and that's why we all need to be a bit more mindful and look after the men in our life and maybe ask them how they're going and when they say yeah i'm all right ask him okay but I've seen you looked a bit distressed. You've reported you have trouble sleeping. You've uh, told me that uh, you self-medicate with alcohol. This is all a sign for you going through a mental health issue, and I'm concerned. And I want you to get better. And how can we do that? You know, don't wait until September to have that conversation, mm-hmm. but have it now. You know, nothing stops you from having it now. Maybe if you listen to this podcast um, or you watch the video, um, use this as an opportunity and say that you watch two men talk about mental health. One guy was shaving, the other guy had a weird handlebar mustache. But you learned something, and this is now important for you, and you want uh, whoever you talk to, to um, to get better, to look after their health better, to connect more with you. And I think, yeah, there's a there's a lot of things happening, going on, but uh, the most important first step is, is on your side, and you need to um, do that, and maybe... Implement some of those behaviors you've learned through or in uh, November or November.
1: Beautiful. And again, um, like always, your your words trigger um, ideas and thoughts and emotions within me. And um, for those of you that did not see our first episode, and I'll put a link to that. Um, Michael did give a an impromptu instruction on how to check your testicles, um, so you can go back there. And uh, we also put some links in there to some other material. Um, Something that's helped me a lot with, with, you know, life is stressful, parenthood is stressful, work is stressful, is meditation. And that's something that I've been really working on becoming more, and again, not giving myself a hard time about it, but, you know, when I can and when I'm inspired to, it really helps. So, I, I, you know, I would love it if there's an idea box for the Movember Foundation. You know, you have moments, you've got the Movember, you've got movement, and maybe they had some sort of, I'm not sure if you can play with the word, but a, a meditation. Modi-t- Some sort of meditation mo version or something. I don't know. So uh get you know, make I don't know, play with it, having fun. Anyways, I'll keep meditating and um and I found this whole month extremely inspiring and I'll keep talking to people. I'll keep raising awareness, I'll keep my eyes open, you know, if I if I see some of those clues. indications and i will do my best as a man and as a person to uh reach out and care and respect and love if i see people that can can use it and i I really wish everyone else can do that as well so michael thank you so much for joining on the podcast twice and experiencing the shaving twice and uh, hopefully we will see each other next year in some way or form and so stay safe stay happy thanks so much
0: no thank you thanks for your support and chris thanks for um, your your listeners uh, your network support and um, you know, people always ask us like what kind of what kind of influences do you have? What kind of celebrities do move and I'm always intrigued to tell them We don't really need them because the most important influencer in our book is the mobro and the Mo sister Who support us? It's people like you Chris who either use their channels whether that's here on LinkedIn But also, you know, having a chat with your family, having a chat with your mates, having a chat with uh, your your co-workers about Movember is probably starting more life-saving and life-changing conversations than if, I don't know, Brad Pitt grows a mustache or not and mentions it on Instagram. I know Brad Pitt is a a supporter, um, so I don't want to throw him under the bus. But um, yeah, you know, everybody can do something and you can always start with yourself and inspire others by... Leading the way by shaving off uh, your beard and growing a mustache, by moving, or by just having a chat and asking someone you care about how they're going and really listen to them, especially if they're not doing well. I love it, and um,
1: and that's what that's what you know. We're being intentional about that. Just talking to real people, talking to real people, and that's like we've been doing. Michael, thank you so much. Good luck with the dogs. Good luck with the rest of the November last couple of days. And then uh, and into next year with all those other activities. I again really appreciate your time and everything you and the foundation are doing. We're all, all
0: better off for it. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you. Bye-bye. Learn more at slash podcast.